life, it's Tundra, aka Serena, and welcome back to my podcast, College Quips and Tips, where we discuss the tricks and hits behind surviving the world of college. If you haven't followed me on TikTok or YouTube yet, you're missing out. Click on the handles attached above to check them out for more exciting content outside my podcast. And with that being said, let's get it. Okay, guys, so this is my third episode. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so glad it's my third episode. Um, not to say I didn't think I could make it to my third episode, but you know, it's actually like now it's finally, it seems to me like reality that I actually have a podcast and I'm super excited, especially since it's something like I'm really passionate talking about, especially just talking to people about getting into college, like after like my own experiences with it. It's just so great that I get to pass on this knowledge to other people and hopefully help like you know, the understanding of like college and what it is. And you know, that's really nice for me. So for today, um, before in the last episode, we talked about top 10 myths and misconceptions that, you know, people really have about college and going through college. So for the third episode, I'm going to be talking about 10 things that you should know before entering college. And I just want to say this before going into it, that um, before, you know, I had the 10 myths, misconceptions and stuff, of course, like there's more stuff that people honestly um, misunderstand about, um, college, and even there's some things that, more than 10 things you should probably know about college, but this is just some of the 10 that I look at, um, as of now. If anyone has any questions or wants me to do part two for any of these, I'm totally happy to do that, so please, like, let me know in the questions below, or, like, you know, respond to, like, my TikTok, YouTube, something like that, you know, and I'd be totally happy to do something like that, but, um, yeah, we're going to talk about the things that you should know for college. Um, yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing that you should definitely know before entering college is time management. Time management is key. I feel like I've talked more about time management in like not even the last um, episode, but even the first one for like starting the year off right, like, you know, having good management skills over like what you do and how much time you're spending on certain things that is so true for college i mean it's true for anything like you want to be able to manage your time and make sure you're spending your time wisely and doing the things that matter so you have time to do the things you want later in the future but like with college like it may when you first enter college it may it may either seem like a lot or may seem like a little depending on your major what you're doing what your classes are i would say it's it's for me and i'm this is just my experience this is not everyone else's for me everything seemed on the onset i thought it was hard but it was actually pretty easy and it's easy to think that it can't be easy but if you don't manage your time and you're just having fun and you know you're not doing what you're supposed to do that work can pile up really quickly and trust me you may think like oh i could do an all-nighter because you could do that in high school but an all-nighter in high school is way different from when in college because you actually you really need that sleep some high schoolers will be there and they could like thrive from like three hours of sleep if they really want to but in college you need all that sleep and all that brain power to like be able to like understand what they're teaching you in those classes and then on top of that have to do work and then on top of that have other things that you're supposed to do or that even you want to do and if you don't get the sleep you're not going to be able to function that and you need to get the sleep and you won't be able to if you're always pulling all-nighters because you want to procrastinate the night before on an assignment make sure you're managing your time you're doing what you're supposed to do first and then when you do what you're supposed to do 
then you'll have the time to do what you want. And from there, it'll be easy. And that all starts in September or even sooner than that. You know, start setting up habits for doing that early on so that when you get into college, it'll be easier and you'll have a certain flow and rhythm. And, you know, when you do stuff late, it only causes more stress for you in the long run. So you really want to make sure that you're managing your time right from the beginning to avoid that stress that may come with it. And plus you're gonna have other problems too. That you may have other problems in your life and cause that may not have anything to do with time management. And of course that's most likely gonna happen. That happens to everyone. But you don't wanna have that and then also have to worry about things that you could have gotten done earlier. So that's something that you always wanna watch for. So along with managing time, the second thing that I wanna talk about is managing money. And that's something that I feel like a lot of students don't really think so much about entering college. Of course, we all know college is expensive. Most of the time we're covering that through loans, financial aids, your parents are covering it and stuff. So then you really think like, oh, you know, mom and dad, they may have money like spent. But it's like, no, like, of course, your family's probably going to be there to help you out. But whether they are or not, you need to learn now how to manage your money and how to budget and how to monitor your spending habits. Because trust me, I feel like in college, this is like the grounds where you start setting up habits that go on for life. What you do in high school kind of sets what you're going to do in college, kind of. But as you remember the last time, misconceptions about people thinking that the better students, you know, do better in college. It's not always true, which is why I say sometimes. But like usually sometimes the habits that you carry on in high school usually carry on in college. And same with that with the habits that you have in college usually will occur later after graduation in the rest of your adult life. And you want to be making sure that while you're in college, you're setting up good habits and practicing them so that when you go out into the real world, then you're able to do what you're supposed to do and what you need to do. And with money and stuff, like you need, when you go out in the real world, you need money for like, you know, where you're gonna live, for food, for bills, taxes, like every little stuff. And you need to know how to manage your money and where your money is going and how much you need for certain stuff, which is all can be set up in college. Of course, you don't have those expenses, but that's perfect because then you have this money and you can set up those skills now and have an understanding of where your money needs to go and where you want it to go so that you're in control of how your money is being spent now so that when you get out of college then afterward you'll have that same understanding and it'll be easier for you to manage your money and save money so you have a little bit more money to spend on what you really want because you're taking care of what you need to that's really what management is whether it's managing time or managing money it's about knowing where things are going where they're supposed to be going so that you can use what you have to get what you want after doing what you're supposed to that's something that's always really important to remember and i know how hard it is because i know even before college and stuff i always spend my money on like chick-fil-a and eat out and like you know because you know i love to eat and stuff you know and to spend my money on food but once i got into college it wasn't like that anymore i needed money for textbooks i need money for laundry detergent and stuff i needed money for being able to i don't know just like little stuff like i'm trying to think of something there's usually a lot of stuff like laundry detergent you know even with just like paying little fees off or something like say i lose my um 
my ID. I need to have like fifteen dollars to pay that back because you know you need an ID. This never happened to me. I'm just using that example and stuff. But like you know, and little that's the thing. Things come up. Things unexpected. Uh, sorry, unexpected expenses come up, and you need to be able to pay that when you have that money and stuff. And that's something you also have to take an account of when you're managing money. So that's something that you always have to consider. So always make sure that you know where your money is and have it when you need it. So the third thing that I want to talk about is looking into part-time or on-campus jobs early. And I would say this is for people who are like, you know, federal work study, of course, or like people who just might want a little extra cash and stuff. Um, I actually have an on-campus job right now. I actually work at my um, university's library. It's an amazing job. Just I might, I might even do an episode solely on this. I'm probably gonna do one on jobs, but I, I kind of really want to do one to start working at the library because it is so good. It's pretty easy. Um, you do obviously have to do work, but when you're not working, you can use the time to study, which is perfect and stuff for like a freshman or like any student essentially, but just like being able to do that work. Like <laughs> I always joke with my friends. I always probably say like, I probably do, 60% of my studying at my job and the other 40% like you know in my dorm or like at the actual library not at my job because it's just so great but back to what I was saying on topic you want to look for part-time jobs early because here's my story with how I actually got my job so for my job I came in as a freshman in September and they were having a on-campus job fair or a part-time job fair on campus where a bunch of like part-time jobs, on-campus jobs, like jobs in the area would come to the university, set up and have like presentations to try and bring in student employees to work for them so to like help them find jobs if they needed. And you know, of course you would bring your resume there and you know, you bring your resume, you could give it to them so that you can get in contact, sign up, be on their email list, they'll email you if you have any interest in the job, you, you know, get in contact. So what I was planning on doing, so I went to the job fair, I found I think at least four or five jobs that I definitely wanted to do. I had like 10 copies of my resume out, so I like gave them to each of the job, but none of them ever got back to me. And I remember my dad was there, I was like calling, he was like, well, you gotta look for like jobs like outside of that, like try not to focus on the job fair. And that was like my thing, like I always focused on just the, jo the job fair and I thought that would like automatically get me a job. And of course it didn't. And then October rolled around and it was like late October that I had a job. And that was only because I was talking to a friend and he was like joking about me working at the library because like I love to read I love being at the library I spend most of my time there even before I had a job and he was like you should check to see if they have one so I was like there and I asked and they were like oh uh, we might have one and I was like oh that's interesting so I went there filled out the application gave them my resume a week or so later I got an email back and I got the job because I needed uh space to fill which was really good I really liked that um, it was so unexpected too, because before that I'd been to like two interviews, I believe, and I hadn't gotten the job at either one of those as like student workers, but this one, it was just perfect. But the reason I say to, uh, to wrap this up and like, you know, uh, show you my, what my point is, 
you want to get a job earlier because typically by October, I was really lucky, but typically by October, all the jobs that you want are typically going to be filled out because you're not the only person looking for a job. There are at least like a hundred other students, so most of them probably freshmen and stuff, looking for a job like you and there may be some people who are more qualified than you and they will go for those jobs and they'll probably get those jobs and typically they fill out pretty much by mid-october i say they're pretty filled out i was lucky to get a job in late late mid to late october and stuff because like the library they always need typically workers but it was, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you want to look at jobs like early, even if you want to look before the semester. I know some some places might be hiring earlier. Like you want to make sure you do that, get your resume up, start looking at jobs. I highly recommend, especially for freshmen and on-campus job, just because I feel like it might be a little bit easier, especially if you're a resident student, it's way easier for freshman resident students to just get a job on campus because it's right there. And also if you have a part-time job off campus, like usually they don't allow freshmen to have cars on campus in their first year. So getting back and forth is always gonna be a hassle. So I highly recommend that. All right, the next tip with that is be prepared to be more independent. That is definitely something that is really important to consider because of course, for some people, your family might be like a few minutes or like an hour away from your campus. So they might be right there so they can give you help. I know that's the same with like my parents and stuff, but you typically, whether they're far away or close, you definitely want to be more independent. Um, and I would say this is actually for more resident students, but even like commuter students to an extent, you want to be more independent, even if you're living with your parents, because it's not like high school. In high school, you know, they can do everything for you and you know, they're there for you. And if they, you need something, they can get it for you. But like, you're an adult now. And I know I, I always used to hate hearing that phrase from my mom because I remember I would be there and I would like leave for college. I would ask for a little thing. She'd be like, you're an adult now. You gotta do this like on your own. I'm like, <laughs> I know I'm an adult, but I need help. <laughs> but like, you know, like, of course you're gonna struggle a little bit. Like the, I feel like the way to grow into adulthood or into anything is to go through some struggle because you'll come out a better person after going through that struggle. But, you know, it's important that you learn to be more self-sufficient and be more dependent on yourself so that you can rely on yourself to get stuff done and you're not relying on another person to get some stuff done. Because if you rely on your parents to get stuff done, of course, there's gonna, they may not be able to do something or you may have to like wait on them. You might have to just go at their pace. No, you wouldn't be able to set your own pace to how you do stuff, set your own schedule, build your own life so that you can have more control over your life and more control of what you're doing in your life. And that's always important to do and always something to keep in mind. Because remember, like I said before, college is kind of like that practicing, that like little practice before going into the real world. So you really want to practice being more independent now. So when you go in the real world, you can be able to take care of yourself without relying on people. It's okay to ask your family for help. I don't want to say it's never okay that you have to, you know, do everything by yourself. It's okay to ask your family for help when you need it. I'm just saying for the stuff that you know you might have to do on your own in the future or like stuff that 
you can do on your own and you know in the back of your mind you could probably do this without your parents help those are the kinds of things you kind of want to try to work on so the next thing that I want to talk about and these next tips are more about like not just going into college but I mean college like as class wise and stuff and actually you know studying and stuff so the next tip fifth tip is practice note-taking skills and for this I know that everyone has different ways of taking notes some people don't even take notes but I definitely want to say that people going to college just start you know if you don't have a system for taking notes I would say just try to like implement one or see one that would work best for you because in college there's a lot more you'll find there's a lot more lecture based classes and I'm not talking about like, you know, in high school, you'll have a class maybe like an hour, 30 minutes long and stuff. I remember in my last year, they actually switched the system of the school. So we actually had like 90, not 90, sorry, not 90, 65 to 70 minutes in a class, typically speaking. But you, for college classes, they are typically, you may have short classes, like maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Some classes may be like a little more than an hour. I think the longest class I have was from 5.30 to 8 at night. So that's two, two and a half hours or three and a half hours. I think it's two and a half hours, yeah. So two and a half hours of a class. And I remember that one, I, it was pretty boring and stuff. But I felt like it would have been a lot more boring if I wasn't taking notes. That's another thing. Notes, when you're taking notes, it helps you focus more on what they're saying. And it keeps you more alert in the class. Because you're not taking notes of like long classes like that, it's pretty difficult to stay focused. And you want to make sure that you're understanding what you're being taught. Like I said in my last episode, you want to make sure that you're understanding what you're being taught, which is why it's good to have notes so that you can write down what they're saying. And like, if you are not able to retain some stuff um, during that class, after taking those notes and after the class, you can look back and then kind of like gain a deeper synopsis of what you're actually learning in the class, which is always important. So the next tip going into that is to read the material before class. So with this tip, typically some college professors will be there. They'll have a, for me, we have Canvas. That's the place where the professors post like all the assignments and stuff um, and like all the material for the class and resources. Um, Some uh, universities use Blackboard, I know that I'm aware of, Um, but it's usually they'll have some sort of system to keep track of the grades and the assignments that you do for like each class. So when they do that, some professors will like post material for the class, like before the class. So you'll be there one day and then before class starts, the professor might post like a PowerPoint of what you'll be, what they may be speaking on for that lecture, or maybe something about an article related to what you might be learning for that lecture in that day. Whatever they post, or you want to make sure that you're reading it or sometimes they'll be there after class and they'll say like here's like an article or here's a something from the textbook a chapter from the textbook that I want you to read before the next class read that stuff before the next class I don't care if you have to break it down day by day or you want to read if you feel like you really want to read the entire thing I wouldn't recommend that I would recommend breaking it down each day so that you're understanding more little by little but just do whatever you have to do 
to make sure that you are reading whatever you have to because you want to make sure whatever they're giving you is important information for that class like whatever material they're telling you to read is only going to enhance what they're teaching you and give you a better understanding of the concept whatever concept they are teaching you in that class and like i said i will keep saying this you want to make sure that you understand and know why they are teaching you something or what is the purpose behind a concept related to that class because if you have whether you have a major or not whatever they're teaching you is going to be a foundation for another thing and you want to make sure you have a solid foundation for one class to understand another or just to understand generally what your course or what your major even if you have a major is about so always read the material before a class because and plus if you do that when they do the lecture it'll help the, the lecture will make more sense if you read the material because more than likely it's going to relate to what they're going to teach you sooner so by reading the material and maybe even if you want to take notes on that material it's only going to help you and stay ahead and stay on top of the class the moment you fall behind on reading you are setting yourself up to fail like make sure you're reading stuff so the next one into that with reading the material before class if the professors give you an assignment do the assignment as i said you do not want to fall behind in any of your classes whether they're general education uh classes or their classes related to your major or electives or minor classes you do not want to fall behind on any of your classes because they are important for you to graduate and it's like i said i'm probably going to say this a lot you want to understand everything that they are teaching you so if you fall behind you are not going to you're putting yourself at a disservice you're not going to be able to understand what they are teaching you and you want to be able to understand that so do the assignments if you want to do them early i highly recommend doing that i'm the type of person where i'll be there they'll give me assignment and i'll do it and some professors are there and they'll give you some assignments like they'll give you plenty of time to do those assignments i'll just knock them out of the way like as soon as they're given i think i joked about this before about the one professor who was there and i did an assignment so early she was like you you gotta stop doing the assignments early and stuff because you're just way ahead of the class but like you know it, it's it you don't want to be too ahead obviously you don't want to be too behind you want you don't want to be too ahead but you just want to make sure that you're on top of what you're doing do not fall behind i would say falling behind is it's probably definitely worse than being ahead because at least if you're ahead like you know you know what's happening at least or what's going on with each con concept but like if you're falling behind like that's the worst place you could be because like i said in the last video i don't want to say professors don't care but they're expecting you to do the work and in that regard i guess you can say they don't care like when I say don't care, I mean this. If they will teach you a concept and they will expect everyone to be at the same place. If you are not at the same place, that is really not their responsibility because they told you what to do. They told you what you had to read. They gave you all the possible resources to reach out to them and to understand the concept and take charge of your learning. So other than that, that is all on you. So if you fall behind, 
that is that's not their problem they can only keep going forward they can't look back so you got to make sure that you are on top of everything that you are doing your assignments and doing what you're supposed to do in order to succeed so the next uh, the next tip that i want to give you before entering college is be ready to experiment with different learning styles so as i've said over and over again and probably will always say college is more about understanding the material rather than memorization which is something that you know usually in high school you typically memorize what you learn rather than trying to understand why it is you're learning that or why it's important to what is being taught in college you need to be able to have a good understanding of the concepts that professors are giving out to you because sometimes professors will give it to you give you these concepts at, at an alarming rate and you might have to learn them faster than you typically would in high school of course that's not always the case but something that you definitely want to keep in mind when you're learning this stuff and i would say there's definitely not one set way to learn things i mean people are people each person is a different learner they're visual learners hands-on learners i myself am both hands-on and visual i typically learn best through videos and like by actually like doing stuff and understanding that's what i do best but I would definitely say that even if you are a visual learner or you are a hands-on learner, it's definitely important to experiment with different learning styles because each professor teaches classes differently. Some use PowerPoints, some use the board, some people use videos. Every professor is different in the way they teach things. Even if you have like a, like two professors from one class, say I'm going to use the example English, you might have two professors teaching an English class but one professor is going may teach it with like videos the other pre, the other professor might teach it you know by drawing stuff out each professor is going to have their own method and style to teaching things and you kind of have to accommodate and adjust your style in order to fit for that so someone who's a hands-on learner and has like a professor who's more visual and stuff might have to find a way to adjust so that they are learning what they can through visuals and still understanding that material without having to be hands-on. You understand what I mean? So you wanna make sure that you're learning different ways with each class that you take, each professor that you take, and making sure that you're learning these different styles so that you are able to get the most information from any class regardless of how it's being taught. So my ninth tip that I have for you on how to get better, oh my gosh, sorry, to how to, things that you need to know before entering college. The ninth tip that you need to know before entering college is to start your freshman year with good grades. Oh my goodness. This is such an important tip and is not one that is clearly spoken about the most. Of course, you wanna do well in all your years and make sure you have the best grades of all your years, but it is super important to start in your freshman year because that is the year that sets I don't want to say it sets up for like the rest of the years but like if you start off strong and you do poorly the next year it's not gonna be as bad as if you start poorly the first year and then you do poorly the next year you want to make sure you're setting yourself up with the highest possible GPA that you can get so that the next few years even if you do badly like it may not be so detrimental 
to your GPA opposed to having a average GPA and then doing poorly later on. You want to set yourself up right so that it's not you won't have to worry about it so much in the future. Like for me, I am so happy. Oh my gosh, I will never stop being proud of this, but I'm so happy to say that I started off my freshman year with a perfect 4.0. I that's I was always aiming for that, of course. I didn't actually think I would get it. I thought I would get like a 3.9 or something. I knew I'd get like at least a 3.7 because I know I'm a generally good student, but I didn't actually think I'd hit that 4.0. So, but just saying that, by doing that, I've set myself up in a really, really good position because if I do poorly in the spring semester, which I hope I don't, of course, we're going to do the best I can. But if I do poorly in that next semester, I might get what I, if I do badly this semester, like poorly, poorly, I probably might go down to like what a 3.7. That's still pretty good. That's still really, really good. Anywhere I'd say between anything above a 3.5 is pretty solid so that's the kind of thing I'm talking about like you know starting off right so that it won't be so bad later because if you're there and you do like averagely like you know you don't do as much as you can and your GPA comes out to like a three point let's say three point one I'd say is probably like around average and stuff like you don't want to start off like that because it, it puts a lot of pressure to do well that next year. And you really, it would have been easier just to do better that first year than just like not do good at all. You want to make sure like you're not, like it's like what I said before, you don't want to create additional stress for yourself. Of course, I know that, you know, things happen, things go poorly, like, but you want to make sure that you're doing fine. And the last tip that I have to go over is that you are more in control of your life in these moments. So you need to make sure to try to make the best possible decisions for yourself. Now I, now I do, sorry. Now I don't want to put a lot of pressure on you and say like, oh, like you only have to make good decisions. You make a bad decision. Oh, your life's going to be terrible. No, of course not. People are going to, you're going to make bad decisions. I've made bad decisions, but the thing is I don't let those bad decisions like just happen. I learn from them, from them so I can make better decisions in the future. Now that you're more in control of your life, you want to try to make the best possible decisions in these moments because these are the, these years are pretty important in college like I feel like you learn more about yourself in these years because like you're not an adult but like you're not a kid anymore it's like that perfect sweet spot where you have that like good amount of like independence and stuff without really having any true responsibility but you're still able to make decisions for yourself and you want to make sure during those times as you're growing and developing you want to make sure that you're making decisions that you can live with. It's like what I said in my, the first episode, live without regret. The best way to live without regret is to be sure of the decisions you're making. Know that is the best possible decision that you can make at that moment and keep going forward with that decision. If it's a bad decision, you learn from that. And if it's a good decision, that's great. You keep making good decisions and learning from that. And I feel like that's something that people really need to keep in mind when doing stuff like that but anyways 
those are my 10 tips. Oh my gosh, this is probably so far the longest episode I've ever done just talking about it. But I feel like, you know, it's really important to understand these stuff before going into college because I feel like so I feel like some of these, you know, maybe talked about, but not really in depth and like really understood about why um, you need to understand this kind of stuff. But, you know, and like I said, I'm not perfect. Like I may have started off with like good grades and stuff, but like, you know, time management, money management, like, you know, these are stuff that I had to actually go through and actually had to like take the time to understand what they are. And I'm still learning, you know, but I think these are things that you definitely want to keep in mind before entering class so that you're off to a good start and you can achieve a good level of success before entering college. But anyways, that is the end of today's pot, today's episode. Um, if you haven't already followed me on TikTok or YouTube yet, you're missing out. Go check those out. Um, please follow me on those. Um, and I just wanted to say also, I forgot to say this in my last two videos, but, um, I, I, my schedule for podcast, oh my gosh, my schedule for my podcast, I, I post it like every other day. So like this video, I believe is coming out on, uh, hold on. Sorry. I have to like remember because the first day I did my first video was the fourth. Then the next one I posted was going to be on, was on the sixth. So today is the eighth. So I will be posting one on every other day. So the next one would come out on the 10th and the 12th. Like that's how I'm typically doing it. Just like every other day. And typically, you know, I do like a batch of like episodes and stuff. So typically, um, there should be a good number of like episodes for the rest of the month, I would say. But I just want to let you guys know that in advance. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you have any questions or any, um, concerns or anything specifically you want me to talk about please comment down below so that I can answer your questions and you know help inform you on anything you may have about college or anything about young adult life and stuff because that's the stuff I love talking about but I hope you guys have a great day and a great life stay fun stay cool stay yummy and stay safe and I will see you in my next episode bye